The Other Side of Midnight presents The Midnight Files. relative of humans that people believed was no longer around still be around hiding somewhere in Indonesia. Well, that is one of the issues that uh, Gregory Forth explores in his new book, uh, Between Ape and Human. Dr. Forth is a professor emeritus in the Department of Anthropology at the University of Alberta. Dr. Forth, thanks so much to, for joining me on the radio. I know it's a tough hour. It is a tough hour for me, um, but uh, I'm uh, pleased by your interest in the book. Now, I um, I haven't read the book yet, but I've read a number of excerpts from the book. Before we get into your thesis here, Explain to our listeners what exactly this creature is, the so-called hobbit. I know there's a more appropriate um, scientific Latin name for it. What exactly was this creature? Well, um, we have to make a distinction here between uh, what's been called the hobbit and uh, what I call ape men. Um, which, of course, includes ape women. Um, the hobbit uh, refers to uh, a species called Homo floresiensis, or, or Flores man, as it was also known. Um, this is a, a very small uh, uh, member of the Homo family, you might say. It, it's a hominin in technical uh, terms. Um, a very small stands, or it stood, uh, at most about uh, three and a half feet uh, tall, uh, with other you know, specimens uh, being uh, smaller than that. Um, it was discovered in, in fossil form uh, back in uh, 2003. And uh, at that time, the dating was pretty recent. Uh, It was suggested uh, that uh, these things could have survived until at least 12,000 years ago, Um, which in geological terms, of course, is, is, you know, kind of yesterday or or half an hour back. Um, Since then, the geological uh, site, um, the place, uh, the the single place where uh, these fossils were found has been uh, redated geologically, and it's been found that 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 particular um, set of of remains uh, is more like 50 or 60,000 years ago. However, I would emphasize that, um, yeah, what would I emphasize? You're right, it's a bit late for me. I would emphasize that that's the only only place where uh, 
where, where remains have been found. And um, uh, the, the, the dates, you know, they, they uh, span tens of thousands of years between the different individuals uh, found there. So, so the thing survived on the island. Uh, the, the, the hominin survived on the island for uh, um, a very long time. Um, when exactly it became extinct, we, we, we just simply don't know. Uh, or indeed, whether it it, uh, it might still uh, it might still survive. Um, ape men, on the other hand, are uh, creatures which sound very much like hobbits, if you will. Which uh, people in one particular part of Flores Island uh, talk about. Uh, they reckon that they're still in existence, and uh, I talked to about thirty or more people um, who uh, claim to have uh, to claim to have seen one. Uh, people that are still. I know you've been studying in this area and doing this detailed anthropological anthropological field work for about 40 years. Uh, To be clear, the 30 or 40 people that you've spoken to that say they've seen one of these ape men, these Mm -hmm. are people that are still alive. These are eyewitnesses. Um, When I last checked, they they were still alive. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Many of them will uh, still be uh, alive. uh, Many are not that old. So what are the characteristics of what you term the ape man versus uh, a hobbit or other types of earlier man like uh, the Neanderthal, for instance? Well, um, the ape men sound very much like the the, uh, the, the hobbits, which was uh, um, you know, what, or, or the reconstructions, I could I should say, of uh, of the remains, which was uh, one thing that led me to uh, consider the possibility that uh, they may still be alive, or, or they may have existed um, until you know. Uh, very recently, into the 20th century, uh, say. Um, as regards uh, Neanderthal, this was quite a different uh, kind of uh, um, species. It was much less primitive than uh, physically primitive than, than the uh, the hobbits or, or Floresiensis. Um, much larger too. They were they were uh, located mainly in uh, in Europe, of course. And some of us. Um, some of us uh, have uh, um, about 5% or more of Europeans have uh, Neanderthal ancestry. On the other hand, there's no, uh, there's no evidence for Floresiensis having, uh, having uh, mixed and mingled with, uh, with physically modern, uh, modern humans. But I, I will emphasize that, uh, um, you know, what got me going on this was, was the uh, tremendous similarity between the uh, ape men, as described by um, the Leo people. This is a particular group I'm talking about. Um, and and, uh, and for easy answers, and, and as regards local descriptions of uh, the ape men, these, these include some of the best descriptions, include those by, um, by uh, eyewitnesses, claimed eyewitnesses. The evidence that supports the idea that there might still be eight men alive, or at least that there recently were eight men alive, is it strictly due to eyewitnesses, or is there other physical evidence that suggests there might still be eight men out there? Mm, not really. It mostly comes from um, you know people's people's accounts. They're not all eyewitnesses. The the uh, the the, the uh, ape men are uh, uh, creatures. They call them animals, a kind of animal, not a kind of human, by the way. Um, but creatures that um, are generally uh, known about. You know, you give the local name Lihua, 
is the local name, and and uh, and most people will have at least some idea of what that refers to, and they're all on the same page uh, in saying that uh, yes, it's a small human-like uh, creature, but uh, rather ugly, uh, with, with, with facial features uh, uh, resembling uh, a monkey. They only know monkeys; they don't know apes like uh, chimpanzees or, or gorillas or. Uh, yeah, let's leave it with uh, those two. Um, they only know first-hand uh, uh, monkeys, so they, they speak about these creatures being uh, monkey-like. But uh, for our purposes, we can say they're, uh, they're ape-like. If you, if you appreciate the distinction between monkeys and, and apes, which is a bit technical, but, uh, you know, important for people like myself. Is um, So if these ape men are out there, or even if, a say, a carcass of a recent ape man is found. Would this be, just for, for my own clarification, would this be a new species or would this be a confirmation of a species that was thought to be extinct? Very good question. Talking about um, bodies being found, um, some of my eyewitnesses claim to have come across uh, bodies specifically rather than uh, living, uh, living specimens. Um, how would it be classified? Good question. It could be classified, it could be identified, I should say, as uh, Homo floresiensis, or the so-called hobbit. Um, the same species, in other words. Uh, on the other hand, it, it may be... Um, it, it may be determined to be a, a, another species, but uh, whatever name is given to it, I, I expect that uh, it would uh, turn out to be something that looked very much like uh, those uh, the, those so-called hobbits. It, there are a lot of folks that, since your book has come out and since the media coverage of your book, which has been explosive, has come out, uh, very well-respected scientists that uh, and anthropologists that doubt you. Why? Yes, indeed. Why are there so many that seem to doubt this? Well, I mean, for me, one of the most important parts of the book is the last chapter, uh, where I, uh, um, I I look at, at paleoanthropology or human paleontology. That's a specific branch of uh, natural sciences that concerned here. Uh, and the ways they, they go about uh, uh, looking at things, the way they, way they go about uh, talking about things. I look at the whole notion of extinction um, and uh, the, the notion of, of some kind of, you know, single line, unilinear uh, progression of, uh, of species. And um, I, I find that... that uh, Really, you know, they are on shaky ground uh, to to a large degree. For example, uh, it's it's said it's said nowadays that uh, Floresiensis, the Hobbit, became extinct five thousand years ago. Well, as I've just told you, um, they've only got that date from from a single site on a fairly large island. Um, so, so, you know, it, it, it this is a bit, this is a, this reflects a convention, in other words, in. Uh, in paleontology, um, what they mean, of course, is that the, the, the last date we have for, for this species is 50,000 years ago. Um, as you probably know, in well, fairly recent years, um, species of things, quite large-bodied things that were thought to uh, uh, become extinct, uh, in one case even before the dinosaurs, 
um, show up uh, alive today. Uh, the best known example perhaps is a, a large, a very primitive fish called the coelacanth, um, which, um, uh, well, there's two species of those alive now, and, and uh, um, the, the, the second one, the latest one, was found for sale in uh, an Indonesian. Uh, sorry, in uh, yes, I am right. I was right the first time. Um, found alive or recently killed, I should say, um, and still fresh in a, an Indonesian uh, fish fish market. Um, another example, also from Southeast Asia, from Laos this time, um, it was a, a, large, a fairly large uh, rodent, uh, which was identified as a, a member of uh, not just a species, but a, a family that, that uh, well, it was a new species uh, and a new genus, um, which is a slightly larger uh, group. Um, the, the, the closest relatives uh, of uh, uh, of this rock rat, as it was called, were thought to have uh, um, existed only to uh, oh millions of years ago. So you know, both those things. Oh, that that showed up in a food market as well. Interestingly enough, and of course, it had a local name. And uh, um, people uh, around about uh, Laotians were, were thoroughly uh, familiar uh, with it. Um, it, uh, it, it turns out that the creature is, uh, is no more threatened and no more uh, close to extinction than, um, than, than a human being. So um, you've got to wonder, actually, there's a, a rather amusing um, little piece uh, written about the rock rat, uh, which was uh, titled, uh, How Many Scientists Does It Take to, um, to, to Discover a Rock Rat? Uh, well, I'd be curious to know the answer to that one. Now, um, I've spoken with a number of people that believe on the North American cont- continent there's a strong possibility that um, that a Bigfoot or Sasquatch-type creature still exists, and they believe that this is something similar to what you've described with the ape man, not in terms of physical characteristics, but something basically a creature that that time forgot. Uh, do you lend any credence to the idea that there might still be Sasquatches or Yetis running around somewhere? You know, some of the evidence um, is uh, some of the, the footprints and uh, um, details uh, of, uh, of those of casts that have been made of the footprints. It's pretty, pretty compelling, pretty uh, Interesting. Um, the um, the eight men of Flores though have a lot more going for them. Um, for one thing, uh, Flores is is in a region uh, where you had uh, uh, pre-sapiens uh, hominins of of other sorts, uh, like so-called uh, Java man. Um, uh, you know, living in in the uh, in the region, there are also apes in Indonesia, of course, like gibbons and uh, uh, and orangutans. With um, Sasquatch, uh, by uh, contrast, um, the the only primates, the only uh, non-human primates in in uh, North America or in the New World, for that matter. Um, are, um, are, are monkeys? Mm. Um, uh, no, no apes. I mean, the, the only uh, um, uh, humans, uh, hominins, we have uh, fossil evidence for are uh, uh, 
uh, are ourselves, Homo, uh, Homo sapiens. Uh, the earliest ones, of course, being uh, North American, uh, North American natives. Um, let me just uh, mention as well that uh, I, I mean that the. The, the uh, um, Floresiensis has, has been um, described as a large mammal, which it would be uh, you know difficult to miss. Actually, uh, it, it's not that big. You know, it, it is uh, about a meter. At most, it, it would have stood about a, a meter or so uh, tall. Uh, whereas um, Bigfoot or Sasquatch, as I understand it, can. Uh, you know, go up to two or three meters, or we'd be talking about, uh, you know, six and a half to uh, uh, over nine feet. So, so it would be a lot more uh, uh, difficult to, to to miss one of those, uh, not to notice one of those if they were still uh, around. So, um, uh, yeah, of course, I mean, just because I think it could be proven that that, that uh, the ape men exist. Um, just like we exist, that that wouldn't mean that the Sasquatch also uh, uh, exists. Uh, also, if it could be proven conclusively that uh, Bigfoot does not exist, that wouldn't mean that right. um, you know there aren't much smaller uh, uh, mystery hominoids in, in other parts of the world, like uh, like my ape man. So um, that, that, you know, each each case has to be uh, taken on its own merits. Is the point I make? Understood. Now, what if, if there is interest in the scientific community or in academia about finding out if these ape men are running around on this island in Indonesia somewhere, what is the next step? Let's say there is consensus or at least enough interest in determining if your theory is correct. What happens next? Well, um, interested people, uh, uh, people trained in in, uh, in uh, the natural sciences, uh, sciences um, uh, field uh, zoologists or, or primatologists, people who uh, specialised in, in primates and work in the field, could uh, could, could go in search of uh, uh, of these uh, of these creatures. Um, I, I do spend a lot of time in, in the book, uh, a lot of, take up a lot of space in the last chapter uh, specifically, uh, although not too much space, not, not, not uh, so much as to bore people, uh, explaining why it would be very difficult for uh, um, a professional uh, a scientist, a, an academic scientist, to uh, get support in, in the form of funding and so on uh, for that kind of uh, that kind of, uh, of research. I myself am not a field zoologist. Uh, also, I'm uh, I'm getting on in age. I'm in my 70s already, and um, at the time I was doing the research on on the Leo. Um, uh, uh, eight men. I was uh, what already in my fifties, and uh, I've never been that athletic. That's another excuse. So, I, I, and I didn't, I didn't have the, the remit, you know, the, the permission to do that kind of research. So, uh, I, um, you know, I wasn't, uh, I didn't spend a lot of time uh, trying to ascend vertical slopes to reach <laughs> highland areas where these things might be. Understood. Well, the book is Between Ape and Human. Its author is Dr. Gregory Forth. Uh, Professor Forth, it was a great pleasure talking with you and learning about this. Thanks for staying up late with us. Well, again, very much, uh, very many thanks for your interest. Thank you. 